What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Maction. I am your host, former NIU Husky Mark Scafidi. And the Mac got some wins this week. Unfortunately, they mostly came at the expense of other Mac teams. So, hey, wins are wins. Uh, we had one non-conference game. Um, one of the worst non-conference teams you can play, UMass, for the first half, looked like they were going to take down Eastern Michigan, who, honestly, that would have been the worst loss of the season for any MAC team because this is the same MAC team that dominated a Pac-12 team in Arizona State. To turn around and lose to UMass would have been potentially the worst performance of the season. That didn't happen, though, because... Uh, Eastern Michigan kind of came to life in the second half and was able to avoid a massive embarrassment in losing to UMass. Um, it, that that would have been just a total, total disaster of a loss for the Eagles. But loss avoided. Uh, Eastern Michigan gets the victory over a Minuteman team that I don't know how many games they're going to win all season, if any. Their quarterback for UMass... Now, these are not weird numbers. <laughs> he completed eight passes for 87 yards. Eight passes. His name is Genio Kepiati. Eight passes <laughs> for 87 yards. You're not going to win football games in college or the NFL completing eight passes. I mean, that's pretty, pretty terrible. So UMass is, they've had issues. They're one and four for the season. Thank goodness Eastern Michigan won. They're one of two above 500 teams in the MAC. Yeah, it, the teams have changed. Uh, well, two, yeah, two teams now have winning records. Everybody else still has a losing record. So the numbers in that category are still abysmal with everybody under 500 except two. Um, Eastern Michigan moves to three and two. Austin Smith had 122 yards. He had 13 completions, uh, only attempted 24 uh, passes. Not great either. Two picks and two touchdowns, but... Uh, Samson Evans had 16 carries for 122 yards to lead Eastern Michigan over the Minutemen of UMass, who are awful. They shouldn't even be a 1A team anymore. They should drop down or join a conference. Um, but there were two overtime games in the MAC. One by the Kent State Golden Flashes, who are probably the favorites to win the MAC. I mean, granted, it's weird because last week they played so well against the Georgia Bulldogs who suffered a terrible game this week against Missouri themselves. But to play Georgia so well and then to come out and just lay such an egg against Kent or Ohio, it doesn't really make a ton of sense. And how you can, the competition level went from a 99.9 to a 60 or a 55. I mean, that's how different these two teams are. And Kent State had to go to overtime. Now, granted, they, they probably should have lost this game numerous times. So for everything I thought Kent State was coming out of Georgia, which was probably MAC champions, now there's no, no sure things because they didn't look very good at all. They did not look good against Ohio, who falls to two and three. Kent State wins in overtime. Uh, 31-24. Colin Schley played, played pretty well. I mean, almost 400 yards, 398 yards, a touchdown. Um, but, you know, you, you should not be going to overtime against this. I mean, th this shouldn't happen. 
Um, Marquez Cooper, 40 carries, 240 yards. Huge day. Absolutely phenomenal day for Cooper. Uh, six yards of carry, two touchdowns. Um, don't want to forget uh, Ohio's running back, Bangura. He had 99 yards, 5.5 uh, carry, one touchdown. It is um, Dante Cephas for the Kent State had 246 yards in the eight, uh, receiving monster day as well. That's all great, you know, but you should not go to overtime. And you really should have lost. I was watching. Kent State should have lost this game numerous times. <laughs> they Ohio could have tied it and sent it to a second overtime. You know, the pass fell. You know, the Rourke's pass fell. So it was simple. <laughs> Easy things. Like, this is not a game Kent State should lose. And if you can almost lose to Ohio, maybe there's another Mac game that you're going to lose. Um, who knows? You know, because this wasn't a game you were supposed to lose, Kent. Uh, this was a game that you should have won. But they did, luckily for them. Uh, unfortunately for Ohio, uh, they lost. Two and three now, 0 and 1 in the MAC. Uh, the records are going to get worse for some of these. I mean, schools. I mean, I don't know how many bowl teams the MAC's going to get this year because there's going to be so many bad records. I don't know how many of them are going to get the six wins. Um, Kent State probably gets the six wins, but they have a long way to go still. <laughs> they only have, that's only their second win. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a long road to get to six wins for a whole bunch of these teams. Um, the other overtimes, two, second, two overtime games, um, two overtimes in this game, Ball State, NIU. A Ball State looked, I don't know how to say, any uh, horrible in the first half. NIU looked like the NIU team who played against Kentucky the first half. NIU looked like the team that almost beat Vanderbilt in the first half. Then NIU just fell apart again in the second half. And, I mean, some days, some games, NIU just doesn't play in the first half. Some they, Today they took the fourth quarter, or last Saturday, they took the fourth quarter off. They got trucked in the second half of the game uh, by a Ball State. Um, now, I don't know what exactly, who to give credit to and who to blame here. NIU is a bad football team record-wise right now. They could easily be 0-5 or 5-0. and That's... The craziest thing, NIU could be five and zero right now, had they gotten the ball, bounced their way at way at Tulsa and Vanderbilt, they they fell apart there. They fell apart at the beginning of Kentucky. They got they didn't show up in the first half of that game and came to life in the second half, and they dominated. This game was over at halftime. If you were watching this game, you were thinking, "Oh, it's over at halftime." Yeah, Ball State. Ball State looked horrible. I mean. Ball State Cardinals, they looked bad in the first half. And then it's like the magic potion they drank in the third quarter. Ball State just came to life. NIU's defense just totally fell apart. Um, now, granted, <clears throat> on the season, NIU is atrocious on defense. They're 116th in the country. They're giving up 38 points a game. Now, the worst team in the country, for reference, is Hawaii, who's giving up 50 a game. <laughs> 50. <laughs> So you're only 15 spots away from Hawaii. So there's a whole, like a couple more of these 45-point games. NIU's going to be a bottom five defense, potentially, in the country. Um, you're giving up nearly 40 points a game, NIU fans. 
it's that's horrible horrible everybody scores a ton everybody's scoring essentially five touchdowns a game against you <laughs> can't win a lot of games you're giving up five touchdowns every game um give ball state credit yeah i mean they earned this victory they came back out of nowhere john paddock had over 400 yards three touchdowns two picks though uh, Ethan Hampton still still filling in for the injured Rocky Lombardi. I mean, he played okay. Uh, 194 yards, you know, two touchdowns, one interception. Um, the Justin Lynch thing coming in and running the ball. I mean, you're not fooling anybody when he comes in. He doesn't pass at all. So in the second half, and I like hammered that over and over. The fact that Justin Lynch, who happens to be Jordan Lynch's younger brother, the former NIU Heisman Trophy semifinalist or finalist, um, he's not he's not giving them anything the other team can't figure out. When you don't come in and throw the ball at all, ever, the other team knows you're going to run the ball with him. So Ball State cued, the, cued in on this when he came in. He had 15 carries for 89 yards. Guess how many passing attempts he had? Zero. <laughs> Zero pass attempts. Harrison Whaley had a nice game for NIU, 230 yards. But um, this this was a, a bad, bad loss for NIU. Um, good win for Ball State. I don't know if it's going to drastically change the trajectory of their season. But right now, I mean, they're, they're, they're feeling good about themselves, and they should because they came back and they, they laid the beat down in NIU in the second half. Um, and you clearly had more talent in the first half. It was just like noticeable. You know, like an SEC school versus the Mac school in the first half. And then everything changed. So uh, congratulations to Ball State. You earned that victory. Uh, NIU, you're in big trouble now. I mean, I don't even know if a bowl game is is realistic at this point for you. Um, Toledo looks like the class of the Mac West. Uh, they beat Central Michigan, who's in big trouble themselves now at 1-4, 38-17. Uh, Toledo plays NIU next week at NIU, so that one kind of could. If NIU loses that one, NIU season is essentially over in all relevance of MAC championship game. And at that point, they're just going to shoot for um, six wins because that's all you have left to play for. Zero and two in the MAC, pretty much you're eliminated at this point. You'd be one and five. NIU is eliminated if they lose to Toledo next week, and Toledo looked good. Now, the Toledo loss against San Diego State, if anyone watched the San Diego State-Boise State, that, that doesn't appear to be a great loss anymore. San Diego State completely fell apart at Boise State uh, on the blue turf. So that's a bad loss that Toledo, gosh, would have been nice to get that victory because that's looking like a very a bad loss now. Um, in Akron, Bowling Green, this game I didn't know who was going to win, and it came down to the end. Uh, Bowling Green was ahead... I think almost the entire game, if not the entire game. But Akron just kind of hung around, hung around. I mean, these are two bad teams, so let's not um, <laughs> let's not pretend this is Ohio State, Alabama. This could have gone either way. Uh, Bowling Green came out with the win. They're two and three. Um, Bowling Green's a mystery. You know, you beat Marshall, or yeah, you beat Marshall, and you never know what you're going to get from them. Akron has struggled, but they played really well compared to the other games they've played this season. I kind of assumed that would happen because now you're playing MAC teams versus anybody else. So Akron's going to be in these games moving forward. Just not sure um, if Akron's going to get any W's because they're just a little bit behind everyone else, even in the MAC. 
an exciting finish over here in Buffalo and Miami of Ohio. Miami of Ohio was leading until 36 seconds left when Cole Snyder uh, throws a touchdown pass to, I believe, Mike Washington. And that one was the game winner for the Bulls. Both teams are now 2-3 and three, um, on the season. Buffalo's 2-0 and oh in the MAC, so, you know, their record is bad, 2-3, and three, but they're one game away from 500, and they're also two games up in the win column over some teams here in the MAC. So, nice win for the Bulls. Um, that, was a, that was a nice one for uh, Buffalo. And um, what else was there? There is... Uh, there are more. Yeah, Western Michigan. I forgot about this one because it was an FCS team. Western Michigan, 44. New Hampshire, 7. Don't want to really talk about that because that doesn't mean much. Western Michigan supposed to win that game. They did win the game. So that's, you know, that's good, um, you know, for Western Michigan because they need to win that game because at this point you're just trying to get to six wins. Now, standing-wise, I'm going to go through the standings because the records are still, you're one week away from some of these. Now, some of these teams, honestly, they're, it's not great if you, some of these two-win teams lose again now. It's not great. Um, the entire MAC East below is all two and three other than Akron, who's one and four. The entire MAC East. So some of these teams are going to get to three and three. Some of them are going to follow two and four. Two and four is not a good place to be. Um, Toledo, three and two. Eastern Michigan, three and two. Everybody else in the MAC West, losing record. Western Michigan, Ball State, Central Michigan, NIU. So the conference as a whole, still, <laughs> you only have two teams above 500. That is horrible. <laughs> horrible so far. Uh, but the records will get a little better for some and they're going to get worse for others. So that's going to be a problem uh, getting to these six wins. Cause every week that goes by is another week where someone's going to take another loss and the getting to the six wins is going to be tough. Um, but let's look at the games next week. I kind of already mentioned Toledo and NIU Toledo is going to DeKalb. Uh, I, I say going to be big favorites. Um, it's a five and a half point spread. Games on ESPN Plus. Those games are rough to watch, and if you don't have it, um, but I, I think Toledo is going to win this game. Uh, and anyway, the talent to beat anybody in the MAC. I don't know if they can do it because they also have the ability to lose to everybody in the MAC. Um, it's just it's amazing how you know how good they can look. Some moments of a game and other games, you know, other moments in the same game, they look like the worst team in the game. Um, Eastern Michigan at Western Michigan. Battle of a three and two team versus a two and three team. So Western Michigan is a five point favorite. I don't know what to expect out of Eastern Michigan uh, or Western Michigan, honestly. This game could go either way. It's a five point spread, it's on ESPN or CBS Sports Network. I don't know. I, it, it's hard to predict with all these teams, and they're all have losing records, so it's you know it's rough. <laughs> now Buffalo Bowling Green, uh, two and three versus two and three. So someone's going to three and three here. That's nice to get somebody back to five hundred, and someone's going to two and four and in big trouble uh, in terms of 
getting to the the six win plateau. Uh, Buffalo is a one and a half point favorite. I this is ESPN plus noon kickoff Eastern time. I don't know why Buffalo isn't favored by more, but they're not. So I guess that the, you know Vegas is thinking this can go either direction too. Um, Akron at Ohio. Akron season's on the line now. I mean, when you're one and four, Ohio's you know they're not, they're not like in jeopardy. But if they were to lose this game to Akron, they're two and four. They're the same record as Akron. Uh, Ohio's at home, eleven and a half point favorites. This game's on ESPN three, so everybody can watch as long as you have the app. You don't need the special subscription. I like Ohio here based on the fact that Ohio almost beat Kent State last week. They looked terrible against Fordham the week before. That's not a game they should have lost but or even come close to losing, but they almost lost. So as long as Ohio plays like they did against Kent, I think Ohio comes away with the victory here. Um, Akron's just struggling, and I don't know. I don't know if they can get a, a road victory over a team that almost beat Kent. So we'll see. But that's a tough, you know, these are tough because everybody's bad. I mean, that's the reality. Every Everybody in the MAC is bad, except maybe Toledo at this point. Um, but they haven't beaten anybody. So it's kind of hard to, like, nobody has, you know, an amazingly quality victory in the MAC all season. Arizona State is the biggest name anyone's beaten, but they're, they only have one win and they're getting beaten bad. They got crushed by USC. Um, this week they have Washington. So that's not a great win based on the fact that they're only going to finish maybe with one win this year. Um, Ball state at central Michigan. Oh gosh, this is hard to pick <laughs> another one. It's hard because these two are, um, I mean, central Michigan's not very good. They're one and four ball state just got a nice victory over NIU. I'm going to go Ball State on this one, even though Central Michigan's favored by eight and a half. I'm going to go Ball State because if they can ride their wave of uh, success from last week, if it carries over to next week, I think the Cardinals have a chance to just walk away with a victory here uh, and get to three and three on the season. I think that second half could propel them to a nice rest of the season. Now, if it doesn't, then it was just a one-time blip that they destroyed NIU in the second half, who played no defense whatsoever to slow down the Cardinals. So I don't know. We'll see how this kind of translates. Um, this one's on ESPN+. Plus, But I really don't know because you don't know what Ball State – Ball State hasn't been very good all season until the second half against NIU, who just kind of just stopped playing defense completely. And Central Michigan hasn't been good all year either. So it's, it's really hard. <laughs> Nobody, neither of these, well, I, I guess Ball State, at least Ball State has one half of good football this season. Central Michigan, I don't know if you even have that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. That one's a tough one. And then ESPN Plus, Kent State at Miami, Ohio. Uh, these two were supposed to be MAC favorites um, in the East. Kent State's favored by five. The game's at Miami. Ooh, boy, these are... I'm going to go Kent State because I think they're the better team. And they have Colin Schley, who's, you know, and Kent State's played, played amazing teams. So I think I'm going to go Kent State on every MAC game the rest of the year, no matter who they play. I think that's who I'm going with as Kent State versus Toledo in the MAC championship. That's my gut feeling right now is that 
those two would be the ones heading towards Detroit. I don't know if that'll come true, but that is where it looks like things are headed at this point. Uh, that one's on ESPN Plus. Um, so that's going to be a tough one to watch if you don't have that. It's it's just a very hard MAC season because none of the MAC teams are good. Let's let's not kid ourselves. Nobody nobody is beating anybody in a, you know of any merit so far this year. And there aren't any opportunities left. I don't really think for anyone to get a win like that. Um, and most of the wins for all MAC teams at this point are going to come against teams with losing records because they're playing each other now and they all have losing records. So it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, Toledo can get to four and two and that would r- roughly end NIU season at one and five. And Toledo would be probably the easily the Mac West favorite at that point. Um, but it's tough because there aren't any like, Oh wow. One team is playing another team. No, there are no huge games like that coming up. There's just nothing on the schedule to be like, wow, at least that team is good. And that team is good based on the records right now. Um, no. So it's, it's a really weird max season, um, to have really no, like, I mean, Kent state's my favorite at this point, but then again, they almost lost. (laughs) They almost lost. So yeah, I don't, it's hard. It's a, you know, there is no clear cut favorite. NIU would have been a favorite to repeat, but they've looked they're They've got one win. So clearly you are what your record is. And you're a one-win team on the verge of uh, becoming a one-win team next week and having your season uh, basically come to an end at the hands of the Rockets. And I entirely think that's possible. Um, yeah, it's a, t- it's a tough season to predict because the, the records are so bad for everybody. And uh, at least some teams are going to get, you know, some teams are going to keep getting wins. So that's a good point. That is good that, you know, they're, Unless I, the worst thing that will happen is everybody kind of evens out and there's just a bunch of five win teams, that would be a disaster because that means maybe only two Mac teams can go to a bowl game. If everybody kind of knocks each other off, that's a kind of like a Mac probably nightmare because then you're, you know, you're going to be forfeiting a whole bunch of bat bowl slots and you need to get that sixth win. So at some point, some of these four win teams, you know, towards in the end of November, are going to be like panicking. Are we going to get two more wins? And the answer is probably no. <laughs> so, you know, if you wait till the last two weeks of the season and you still have four wins, um, you're in big trouble because anything can happen in, in the when the weather is cold and windy. So um, the Mac recap of the weekend was, I don't know what overall it was. An, it was an exciting you know, two overtime games. One game came down to the final play with Buffalo. Um, I mean, overall, there's nothing to brag about because no one beat anybody good. Um, and next week, there's no opportunities on the schedule for any games like that. So uh, just enjoy the games, I guess, and cheer for your team. And next week, I'll be back here to give everybody a, a recap of what happened. And I know next week at this point, I'm gonna, you know, I know it's, it's the second week of October next week. We're going to be talking about the season being over for probably three or four teams. I just, it's going to happen because the, they're going to be one win, two win teams. It's just going to be over, but, and the other teams are going to separate. So they're going to get a little closer to those six wins, Um, but enjoy the games. I will see you guys 
here next week for another uh, roundup of Maction. Have a great week, everybody, and enjoy some college football. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.